0: Welcome to your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. I'm Shelley Qualteri, your host. This podcast was created for you, the woman who wants more in her life, for her family, and in her relationships. We're going to spend time creating inspiration and motivation while providing you with tangible, practical strategies and tools for your life to find greater happiness, love, and fulfillment. I'll provide you with real life takeaways that have you not only thinking about, but taking action to create your fiercely fabulous life. Now let's get started. Hello, hello, my lovely friends. Thank you all so much for coming back today to listen to your fiercely fabulous life podcast. Today we are going to be talking about a subject that is Near and dear to my heart, as well many of the subjects, all of the subjects I talk about um, on my podcast. But this one is really especially important. We're going to talk about mental health check-ins for ourselves, and hopefully there's some um, hot tips and ideas in here for you if you're worried about you know, somebody in your life. Um, I love talking about mental health and wellness, and you know, really checking in on ourselves every now and again. Every year, as women, as moms, as wives, we schedule all the appointments, don't we? We do our physicals, blah, the ever-dreaded yearly physical that we get as women, <laughs> but we go to the dentist, we get our eyes checked, we you know, go to the dentist, we book all of those things for our kids as well, but how often are you checking in on your mental health? So... You know, when we go to the doctor, they tell us about, you know, where our weight is at, where our weight is, weight is at, or if there's any, you know, issues with our thyroid, our cholesterol. We go to the dentist and they tell us, you know, if we have a cavity or receding gums or any of those kinds of things. But how often are you doing that and really checking in on your mental health and wellness? When you go to the doctor or the dentist or, you know, none of those people ask you, typically that I've ever met anyway, you know, rarely, how is your mental well being? How's your overall mental health going? Because mental health and mental illness are really different. So we can do a little bit of a mini assessment. I'm going to go through a few, you know, kind of 10 sort of tips of what to look for questions to ask yourself a little like inner inventory to Probe for yourself just a little bit more to reflect, to maybe even reach out to a mental health professional if you are like, huh, maybe I am struggling a little more than I thought. So grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, because as we go through these, you know, actually about 12 points to check in on your mental health. And if you answer, you know, at least yes to six of these, maybe you want to be touching base with somebody about your own mental health and wellness and getting a checkup done, right? I always say to people when they come into my office, because they're like, oh, Shelly, things aren't that bad. You know, I'm just feeling a little anxious or I've got, you know, challenges in my relationship or I'm feeling a little stuck in this place. We do not have to be my friends in crisis, to seek therapy, counseling, mental health supports. I always say to people, "You know what? I love that you're here, not in crisis, because you're being proactive." So when the big things pop, oh, it's pop up. Sorry, friends. I'm little. I think I might need another coffee this morning. <laughs> when the big things pop up. We've already got tools and strategies in our belts from our mental health, you know, therapists, counselors to help us through the hard times. So when we go through kind of these items, I want you to ask yourself or write a little sentence down for yourself about how you have been feeling across the last, say, month, three months. Six months as a time frame to check in with yourself and if if at least half of these are more more negative, more hard, more sticky, then reach out whether that be to me or your therapist or you know find one in your area, talk to you know your doctor, go on to psychology today do a Google search, ask a friend if they see anybody, you know, so that we can get this mental health check underway. Okay, okay, okay. Enough. You can hear I'm passionate about talking about this. So let's get moving forward. Pen, paper, if you're in the car, do mental note and then, uh, you know, jot it down, re-listen when you get home. So number one, what has your mood been like? Have you been feeling down more often over this past Say six months? Are you experiencing lower moods that are lasting for longer periods of time? Are you feeling more negatively impacted by your mood and it's impacting your relationships? That there is not enough kind of going on in your life that you see as being positive to keep you interested, absorbed, and being able to push forward. That your mood feels heavier, lower, more challenging, it's lasting for longer periods of time, and you're having a harder time pulling yourself out of that slump. Number two, what do your relationships look like right now? Do you have people that care about you, and that depend on you, that you enjoy spending time with that have been part of your circle whether that's sports or reading clubs or sorry book clubs or you know whatever your your hobbies have been your relationships have been how are those relationships looking right now do you have at least one person in your world that you can share the the big emotions with the hard feelings with someone who is your go-to emotional support. And sometimes that looks different as being our emotional support for like work stuff that's going on. But I mean like real emotional support where you can tell the really hard things too. And I, you know, am so fortunate in my life and my world. I have a a couple of girlfriends that like, ah, honestly, I, Do not know what I would do without them because they don't judge me. We've been friends for decades and I can tell them anything. And the reverse is true. And we talk about everything. So do you have those relationships? What about your number three, your professional and financial stability? What is that looking like for you right now? Do you feel like you're a contributing member of society? Do you feel like you're engaged in full time work, whether that is with an employer, whether that is being your the care provider for your children, whether that means you're um, you know, busy running your own your own business or working for somewhere else, whether that means you're retired and you're doing volunteer work or you're helping out with your, you know, your family in different ways. Do you feel as though your professional and financial health is fulfilling? Do you feel like it is healthy? Is it physically or emotionally toxic? Are you in the red all the time? Do you have excessive debt? What's the plan to pay it off? How are you spending money? And how are you saving money? How are you feeling filled up and engaged in your work and that productivity and the the I don't like to use the word balance because there really isn't any but we have to create it in different ways. That's another podcast. We'll talk about that. <laughs> but how are you creating that with also ensuring that your finances are are in a good spot? So, and if you're struggling with that, how are you reaching out to fix those areas, to repair those areas, right? So what does that look like? Number four, what is your substance use like? Are you controlling your drinking? Are you having a glass of wine a night or a martini a night? Or are you having a bottle and you know five shaken martinis and a whiskey neat (laughs) what is your alcohol or substance use look like are you using drugs are you smoking marijuana are you using heavier drugs Um, and getting more involved in you know the that that world where you're trying to cope with your mood your relationships your big emotions your professional career finances all those things by using substances or is it that you've tried to cut down, you feel like maybe I might have a problem, um, but maybe not. There's a fantastic book that um, I have just finished reading. It's called Quit Like a Woman, all about substance use from when you know, we were young, young adolescents through to our university years. Really good book, Quit Like a Woman. So take a read of that or, or download it on Audible. It's awesome to listen to um, about substance use and alcohol use in particular, specifically for women. So when you've tried to cut down on that use, has there been negative repercussions for you? Um, or w- when you're using drugs and or alcohol, are you, are you suffering n- those negative repercussions? Are you absent from work? Are you um, having... More challenges in your relationships because of your substance misuse? Are you not connecting with your family and your kids because you're spending more time using? So think about your substance use, when you're using, how you're using, and why you're using. Number five, your temper. How is your temper? Is your patience grand or do you hardly have any? With your temper, with your emotion? Are you being verbally abusive and aggressive? Are you being emotionally abusive and aggressive? Are you being psychologically abusive and aggressive? Are you putting people down? Do you have a hot head more often than a calm one? Are you holding grudges against people? Are you plotting revenge because you just can't manage what they've done or how they've treated you? And it's, you know, all about the, the scenario. Do you feel like you are able to spend more of your time in a calm, happy, connected place or in an angry, upset, anxious, fearful, sad place? What is your temper looking like? Number six, how is your physical health? Okay, we've talked about, you know, the doctors and the dentists and, you know, the, all of those kinds of checkups that we do, but what's your physical physical health like? Have you been taking your medications um, prescribed by your doctor? Are you taking them in a way that you're supposed to be taking them? Are you getting out and being physically active by even just a walk around the block Are you eating healthy food or are you binging on junk food? Are you not eating all day and then binging like crazy? So, what is that physical health component like for you in relation to your diet and how you're choosing to fuel your body, but in relation to your exercise, in how you're choosing to energize your body? Are you overweight? Are you underweight? You know, think about those things because it does have an impact on our mental health. They are so in line with one another. If we physically don't feel well, it has a huge impact on our mental health and wellness. If our mental health is struggling and we're having these negative thoughts and we're challenged with our relationships and our professions and our substance use, uh, then our physical health struggles significantly. So where is that for you? Number seven. What is sleep like for you? Are you having difficulty falling asleep? Are you able to stay asleep? Are you getting, you know, a good amount of sleep rest for you for you know the average adult anywhere from six to, to eight hours a night? Are you sleeping consistent regular hours or is your routine and schedule all over the place? You know, you're not going to bed till midnight or one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning, then you're sleeping till noon. What is your sleep schedule like? Are you sleeping as well as you used to or are you not? Why and why not? What is impacting that? Well, I can tell you, substances will impact that for sure. I can tell you challenges at work and toxic relationships are gonna impact your sleep. Because what happens is, as soon as we lie down in our beds, our thoughts are swirling. We're thinking about all of the things we need to get done at work. We're thinking about all the relationship challenges. We're thinking about our kids. So, what's happening with your sleep? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it healthy? Is it unhealthy? Are you waking up hours before you need to? Number eight, what is your self care like? So, lots of this is really about self care kind of overall, but are you able to just chillax every now and again? Read a book, take a bath, go for a quiet walk watch TV, take an, an hour, 15 minutes, you know, 20 minutes a day just to yourself so that you're not always working. And this might, this doesn't have to be like people when they ask me about self-care, like I don't have time to do self-care. I've got, you know, like myself, I've got three kids and I've got a husband and I've got a full-time job and you know, all the things. Self-care starts slowly, my lovelies, five minutes a day five minutes a day. That's all you need. It doesn't have to be, you know, the spa and manicures and, you know, a weekend away. That is self-indulgence. Self-care is five minutes a day. Self-indulgence is taking hours to do something. None of us have that time, especially if we're moms. Come on. my gosh. I... I can't even remember you guys when I went to the spa the last time. I don't even, oh, how dreamy would that be to just like, oh, go to the spa, those fluffy robes, the hot stones, the lunch with a champagne. All right. All right. Maybe all of you are wanting to do that now. Or maybe you're like, "Mm, no, thanks. Not my jam. Anyways, think about self-care. Can tell where my brain's going. (laughs) Number nine, what's your purpose? Do you feel like you have a purpose? What's your purpose in life? If I were to say to you, tell me who fill in your name is, how would you describe yourself? Would you describe yourself as, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm an employee, I'm a... Or would you describe yourself as, I'm kind, I'm athletic, I enjoy, um, you know, fulfilling people's lives by helping them understand their mental health and wellness. (laughs) Who are you outside of everybody else and what your role is with them? What is your purpose? You might not be sure what that is right now and it might feel a little scary to think about that because lots of times when I ask moms, you know, who are you? Well, they get a little teary-eyed and they're like, I don't know. I used to know. I'm not sure anymore. And I don't know how to describe to you who I am. So take a moment and think about who are you. Describe yourself outside of everybody else, your role for everybody else. Who are you and what's your purpose in this world? Number 10, what are your goals? Do you feel like you are on track for achieving them, whether that is a weekly goal or a monthly goal, or a yearly goal, or the next five years. You know, what are your goals with with your partner in your marriage? You know, with your children, with your career, with your fitness, with your sleeping, with whatever that might be. What are your goals? And they can be mini goals. I talk about goals being bite-sized, achievable, small. So if you say, I want to be a better communicator... That is a freaking big umbrella. So how do you want to be a good, better communicator? With whom do you want to be a better communicator? And what steps do we need to take to get there? Because being a better communicator is,
1: as I said, it's a,
0: it's a big goal. It's a big task. And we need to take little bite-side pieces to get there. It doesn't just happen quick like that. So what are your goals for you? Um, outside of everybody else, but for you, specifically for you. Number 11, have you had thoughts of suicide over this last week, day, six months? Some of you listening might be shocked that I even, you know, say that, but one in 20 individuals thinks about suicide at any one time across Canada. That statistic has been consistent for decades now. So are you feeling as though you may not want to be here? You may have thoughts, but you don't actually want to die. And that happens for people too. And then they feel guilty and there's a whole lot that comes with it. But again, people get to this place of potentially having these thoughts because of all of these other things that I've listed. listed. Suicide is Complex, it's nuanced, it's unique for every other, for every single individual. But it does feed into the mood, the relationships, the financial pressures, our purpose, our mood, our, our, sorry, our temper, our substance use. So thinking about those things for yourself, you know, maybe that's a hard no. Maybe for some of you it's a, yeah, I've been thinking about that. It has crossed my mind. And that's okay. Um, one in 20 individuals do have it cross their mind. So Maybe it's time to connect. Reach out. You're doing a mental health check-in here. And what, number 12, what are some of the, the warning signs you've seen for yourself in this past three months or six months that you know are carrying you down a slippery slope where you think, hmm, maybe I might need to see somebody. Has a friend or somebody in your life said they're worried about you? Has somebody said you're not quite yourself lately? Has someone suggested maybe maybe going to counseling? Have you noticed trends or patterns for yourself that haven't been the norm for you in the past? So I hope that this podcast today has helped you do a little bit of a mental check, mental health check-in and see where you're at for you. Um, Please make sure you're sharing these episodes with anyone in your life who think could use the additional help or support and reach out if you're ready for a mental health check-in. Take care, my friends, and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to your fiercely fabulous life podcast. Please be sure to share with any woman in your life that needs more. Have a great day and see you soon.